0: welcome back to the she does this podcast i'm geordie lucas and i'm so excited to have you back for part two of our interview with the wonderful laura henshaw from Keeper cleaner if you haven't listened to part one yet i'll leave the link for you in our show notes now, we've received so many questions from our listeners for Laura, so let's jump straight into it and also keep an ear out at the end of the episode for the code word you need to access the KICK program for a month. We start off by asking Laura what the future goals are for Keeper Cleaner.
1: So, we have uh, actually, it's been really, really exciting. We've just brought our tech team in house, um, which has been an, an a very, um, very exciting journey, but also I mean, it's something that we've, we used to, or well, we did outsource our tech to another company. And yeah. so while we were across it, we weren't as across it as we are yeah. now. So it's been a big learning experience. And we've got an amazing team, which uh, the last person is actually, or well, we've got a few more to hire, but the, the starting team is, is nearly the next person starts in a few weeks, which is so exciting. Yeah. Um, but that's been a really, really, really exciting experience and we'll just be able to do so much more now that we have got that team because mm. we are a tech business but we didn't have our tech. Yeah. We didn't have a tech team. So now yeah. it's really, really exciting that, that we have that and we had an amazing experience with the tech company that we worked with but it was just time, I think, from um, from for us from a business point of view to kind of take that step and bring it in-house and, and work yeah. through. So there's a lot of things in the works. Um, obviously, everything that we do kind of has to be worked into the app. So yeah. Um, it, everything takes time, which is mm. development takes a lot of time and you have to do it right. You can't yeah. lock it up, obviously. Um, and sometimes it can be really like, why does it take so long? But it is that that's it that takes. So yeah. there's a lot of things coming um, very, very soon. That's I mean, I know I'm so sorry. I know everyone always says, oh, my God, exciting things coming. But, yeah, the team is working on some really, really exciting updates um, in the app. And just the thing with Kick, our goal is just to, You know, offer as much value as we can Mm. to our, like, I I truly believe that we are, we offer the most value out of any app, fitness app um, or health app. Because there's just so much in there and we just want yeah. to keep adding more and more value and, you know, making, as I said before, everyone's health journey is so different. Mm. But we want every single person to feel empowered and have all the resources that they need yeah. to make sure that it's just a bit easier for them. Because I think we can all make healthier choices. But if you, for example, if you've got chocolate in the fridge or if you've got cut-up watermelon, mm. if there's chocolate, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go down and buy something healthy yeah. from the shops and cut it up. No way, you said the chocolate. chocolate. But, you know, if you've got... Something prepared there, then it's so much easier. And we kind of take that approach with key. like We just want to give everyone as much resources as we can. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're always working on, just adding more and more value. And then there's some exciting other things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What are
0: your top tips for studying? And do you create an action plan?
1: I love. So my top question I ever get on through my Instagram is studying questions, which I, I love. I said I was saying to Steph, I love answering it, but I was like, now I'm not a student anymore. Will people still ask me? Yeah. That? I hope they do. <laughs> Um, so I think my biggest tip would be you have to work out what time of studyer you are I was I had to revise things a lot of time a lot, a lot of time sorry um, and also blocking out your time. I think now we have phones, we have Facebook, Instagram there's so many things that distract us I had to if I had a day to study and I didn't block it out in time blocks, I'd probably get 45 minutes of productive study done because yeah. I'm not planning what I'm doing and I'm not setting myself goals throughout the day so I would literally so if I was you know learning I don't know, a concept for law, I would write out, you know, in this hour I want to go over this chapter and learn this, and then in this hour I want to then do the questions for that chapter. I'd write it all out yeah. and then my time was planned. I mean, it's like anything. Yeah. If you plan your time, you're always going to be more productive and efficient, mm. um, and so that is really, really important. and That helps me. And then for me, I found that especially with, with studying, understanding is the most important thing. You need to get to a point where you understand the concept because then you remember it. If you're just doing kind of when you're just trying to memorise things and you don't understand it, it's really hard to apply it. Yep. So just making sure that you work out a way for you to get that understanding and it might mean more hours but mm. it's worth it when you work, walk into the exam room. Yeah.
0: yeah. How many ranges have you got with Jagged? Oh <laughs> And
1: how did that partnership come about? So Jagged were actually the first company that booked me for me. Um, which is really awesome yeah i started working with them like maybe like five or something years ago but the um the ceo steve and we're really really great friends with steve and michelle the the owners now which has been awesome to Mm -hmm. kind of establish and have such great friends from that but Um, He loves that I had a blog, and I was like really, you know, interested in health stuff. And um, I don't know why they booked me. I remember when I went to my first casting for them. I had my law ball the night before. Like I literally had like, you know, when your tape from your um, dress like sticks onto the fake tan, and then like. um, all these my it was just it was just i was just very tired and i'm not often hung like them, but I, yeah. was with I don't even know why i went because so i was like i'm not i just looked at um but anyway they ended up booking me and then um i've since done it was about five or six years ago and it's just been amazing to see their evolution as well yeah. uh, and i've done three ranges with them now so the most recent one just came out and yeah it's been awesome just to see like the first range had i think four pieces and and this one has 16 so yeah, yeah. it's amazing And how involved involved in the design process? Really involved. So I think a lot of people think that it it actually takes a year. Oh, wow. So I'll probably, if I, I think I'm doing another one at home, sorry. It starts, like, so last year when my range came out, um, I literally start, or each time I start the design process literally a month later. Mm -hmm. And we start with, I'm obviously not a fashion designer and it's not in anyone's best interest that I am fully in charge of the design (laughs) process because you would not like the clothes. (laughs) So um, I am, I colours. I choose the colours and then I also look at kind of shapes and designs like this year we've got a knit wrap top yes. in the collection oh, which Jagger's has never done before it's really exciting to do that. It's kind of yeah. a bit of a ballet feel um, and then things like on tights and like I'd love if we could have a drawstring so we've done that this year and it was the first time and um, and then also making sure like it performs really well. That's yeah. really important to me because you don't want to buy active that yeah. falls down and you know you want it to proof. be good in it. Yeah, oh, It's it, not it, see it, through and all those things. So I am quite involved and I work work with the designer and they come back with kind of all the, I come in with all these words and things and then they come back with something they're like, okay, this is, we think this is what you were thinking and then we will go from there and work out, okay, let's change this a little bit or most of the time they absolutely nail it. They're really good at getting my vision and making it really good. (laughs) It would be good for them to have someone that has that
0: functionality, like that perspective though, because you are obviously so active yourself, you know what someone is looking for. Yes, yes, Yeah. Uh, what was another one we had come through? Do you have any other projects coming up?
1: Everything at the moment is very kick focused, yeah. so it's kind of just everything is focused on yeah, getting our tech team and then just working on all the new features coming and then all yeah. the new content. Cool. Yeah. How do you maintain positivity, especially if you've had a setback? So I think I, I want to make it very clear I'm not always positive and I think a lot of people from I mean of course they would assume that from following my social media but if I'm not feeling good I won't go on social media so that's why and I feel like also I have I know a lot of people follow me because they find me positive so I feel like I as much as I also find it really important to be like hang on I'm actually feeling really bad today Mm because I don't want anyone to feel like someone's positive 100% absolutely not but I feel like Not that I owe it to them, but I want to show up for them because that's Mm -hmm. why they're following me. So I want to show up and be that positive voice for them. Um, But I just feel like it takes so much more energy to be negative than positive. Mm -hmm. And I think even something as simple as if you're having a bad day and someone smiles at you, like you literally feel so much better. And we have so much power as humans to change each other's emotions and, Mm -hmm. and bring each other up. Like if you walk into the office, if I walk into the office and I'm feeling really crappy and like, angry that's gonna my whole team is gonna feel that energy mm-hmm. and like you don't we don't want that but whereas even if I've got something going on which you know we all have things going on and yeah. we all have bad days but if I walk in and I'm just like a tiny bit positive then I feel like everyone else will be positive and then we'll all feed off that energy yeah. so that's that's kind of the way I think about it yeah
0: and that's like an amazing quality for a leader to have as well Oh, I, I think it's think. I think
1: it's important just you have to time. yeah and you have to even if you're not feeling it it's your responsibility to show up mm-hmm. and and be there yeah yeah I think it's really interesting
0: as well that you say that a lot of people follow you for your positivity on on social media, and I'm the same. I don't often share dirty laundry yeah. or anything like that on social media. I just I feel like there's nothing wrong with your social media being a highlight reel. Yes, yeah, yeah. I just feel yeah. like there's
1: nothing wrong with that. I think everyone. I think I think everyone is different. So I'll still share like embarrassing things. Yeah, yeah, like whatever yeah. fine. Yeah. But I feel and I also find that when I'm mm-hmm. going through something like if I'm having like a really bad panic attack or like I'm feeling really anxious, I often can't actually share in that moment because mm-hmm. I can't process my own thoughts, like let alone share them with others. And I also feel like sometimes if I can process it and put something down fine. But if I'm not sometimes for me, I'm not always being responsible if I'm putting something out there before I process it. Because obviously yeah. there's a lot of people that follow me and I'm really obviously conscious of not influencing mm-hmm. them in a negative way. Um, But I do find it is important, especially because from what, I think it depends on what your page is, like um, on what people's pages are. Like some like fashion, like people that are fashion bloggers and things, like it would be pretty random for them to, you know, be like, share more real things because that's not why people are there. But I know I've always shared everything from the start or I've tried to. Mm -hmm. So I kind of continue doing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How, okay, how do you deal with injuries if you're not able to exercise?
1: So that is one of the hardest things. And the worst thing is you just have to rest. Yeah. Um, and I think what's what I often – well, I've been really lucky. I haven't had that many injuries. But when I do, you just – you feel like everything you've worked – like all your fitness you've worked towards has mm. just gone away. Yes, it does go away for a little bit. Yeah. But you, you can build it back. And it doesn't go away forever. All of our muscles have muscle memory. So once you get back into it, you get back into it. And it will come back really, really quickly. And I think – just one of those things where, unfortunately, it is what it is. You have to rest, but if you don't, you have to think about. And I've done this before. Like I've pushed through an injury, and then I've made my recovery time ten times longer, as long because I haven't rested. So rest is so important. It, you, you can still be healthy. You can still make healthy choices, like eat well as well as you can. You know, obviously, you need to have balance um you know if you can walk walk but you might not be able to do jumping like i've got shin slits so i haven't got them for ages actually because i've been stretching and stuff yeah. but that's something as a runner i get quite often i know a lot of people get them but the more you keep running the worse they get so you have to, the way i've been able to stop myself from getting them is i rest yeah and it's just one of those things it sucks yeah. but it, it does pass um, and your fitness will come back so just focus on that
0: yeah okay
1: uh another one was do you always incorporate cardio I love running because it's literally my form of meditation. Like, yeah. I absolutely love it. And I find that I am more energized. Like, for example, Steph, she would probably prefer a really hard strength workout and Pilates than mm-hmm. doing a HIIT session. I prefer hips because I'm like, I love that feeling. I hate yeah. the feeling of slow burn. Yeah. AKA Pilates and Strength. Yeah. However, <laughs> they are so important. So I force yeah. myself to do them. And I can only um on the app we have the master classes where it's like the trainer and it's the full class. So if yeah. you feel like you're doing class. That's the only way I do really strength or yeah. Pilates because I need to follow with someone telling me what to do, otherwise I'll just stop because I'm like, oh, I hate this feeling. Yeah. It's this slow burning. <laughs> Um, so I mix it up. I, but I do I do find I gravitate more towards high-intensity things just because I really, really love doing that. And I've always yeah. loved doing that. But I, I do balance it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, this one came through a lot. And I struggle with this question because I feel like it's only ever asked to women and not men. Yes. But quite a few people wanted to know if there were kids on the horizon. Or baby laws and
1: <laughs> So, um Thank you for asking a question like that. I'm, I mean, I, we haven't tried, so I, yeah. I don't know how fertile I am. But I do have a lot of friends that you know have really struggled, and mm. I think it is important um, if you are asking women about that to, yeah. to be careful with it because I think it's something that people ask and don't mean it. But like, mm. if someone's been trying for a long time, it's, and it is such a the thing with pregnancy, it's like people can fall pregnant accidentally. And I think because we grow up um, trying not to get pregnant, literally, yes. like you're like literally the, from whatever school tells you. You learn yeah. sex do sex ed to when you start wanting to have a family, if you do,
0: you're literally just sort of
1: trying to avoid it the whole time. Yeah. So then when you start trying, it doesn't happen. It can be really confronting. confronting. And I think it's really, really hard. And not many people speak about how hard it can actually be. But, yeah, we haven't tried and we are definitely on the horizon, but yeah. not... Very soon, st- not like super soon. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> having a baby. That's yeah. really exciting. You <laughs> can be on so too I don't Laura. have a baby anyway. Yeah, yeah. We're, not, um, yeah, we're still we, at the moment. I'm just. I'm definitely not. Um, just with everything going on. Yeah, not 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 right now. Yeah, that is the answer. I guess <laughs> So let's finish off. If you could give yourself your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? I think it would just be to be more confident in who I am, and I think. Steph's helped me so much with my confidence, and in our key community, it's helped me so, so much. I'm so, so grateful. But I think back then, I think I thought so many things mattered, um, and they didn't. Like, for example, you know, what car your parents drove, or like, you know, what yeah. clothes you owned, and all those things that I think growing up we put so much, I don't know why, but it's like, like in high school, sometimes like. The, the wealth of your family or whatever actually kind of depicts like what group you're in which yeah. just doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all in the real world has yeah. it doesn't matter like there's so many other things that matter like what we look like is not the most important thing like what's inside that's mm. what is important um and that yeah that's probably what, what I would tell my guys. So,
0: Laura yeah. thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's been amazing having a real life chat. Uh, <laughs>
1: thank you so much I'm for having me. I'm really excited to see what
0: kick does in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the She Does This podcast. And if you would like to try the Keep It Cleaner program, you can use our code She Kick for a free one-month trial. As always, if you've loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Tell a friend that you've listened to us and I will speak to you next week.